Welcome to another podcast from Fire Church Ministries. We hope you enjoy this message from Daniel Hagen. Jesus, we love you. Glory to God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Glory to God. Glory to God. Here's another passage just to hook your faith into. It says, that thou art holy. It's Psalms 22, 3. It says, but thou art holy, O thou that inhabits. Or some translations say you're enthroned on the praises of Israel or the praises of your people. That's amazing, isn't it? So as born-again believers, we have the Holy Spirit. If you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you have absolutely the fullness of the Holy Spirit. It's dwelling inside you, and yet there is still more. God can uh, not only fill you, but through, through our praises, his, as our praises goes up, the presence comes down, the glory comes down, the blessing comes down. It can fill this room, it can fill your car, it can fill your home, it can fill your business. And anything can happen when the presence comes. Praise is such a powerful, powerful weapon. Worship is warfare and praise is powerful. It's an expression that I often find myself saying. Uh, I say it to myself. I say it to my uh, mind. Sometimes I say it to opposing thoughts. Like when I don't feel like praising or I'm feeling a little bit down or emotions are trying to direct me a certain way that's contrary to the truth or contrary to the will of God, I just begin to speak that out. Praise is powerful and worship is warfare. Why don't you say that to the person next to you? Praise is powerful and worship is warfare. So I'm going to read this again. I want you to hook your faith to it because we're about to let some more praise up in a minute. It says, but thou art holy and thou art inhabits, sorry, and thou that inhabits the praises of Israel. So I'm going to read Psalm 100 verse 4 again. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. And then Psalms 22, 3 says, But thou art holy, and thou inhabits the praises of Israel. So we know God inhabits and he's enthroned upon our praises. Wow, just think about that for a minute. Glory to God. Glory to God. We love Him. There's so much to be thankful for. We invite you, Lord God. We, we pray that you would show us in this moment. We want to read it. We want to hear it in this teaching, but we want to experience it as well. I pray that people in here, as we begin in a moment to lift up our praises again, people in here would experience you like they never have before. In this moment, we're using this moment to learn that this is not just something to be said and read, but something to be experienced. Who believes that? Because it's by faith. 
We even praise in faith. Isn't that awesome? Glory to God. Are you ready? On the count of three, let's lift up those praises. One, two, three. Don't be afraid. Let it out. Come and inhabit the praises of your people. You're enthroned upon the praises of your people. We enter. Your gates, we enter his courts with praise, with thanksgiving. No matter what we feel like, no matter what the devil's saying, no matter what our flesh is trying to say, our spirit is hungry and alive and we begin to lift up our praises unto him. No matter what trouble we've faced this week, Jesus is still King. Jesus is still Lord. And we live this lifestyle of worship. Lifestyle of praise. Glory to God. 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 Jesus is King. Jesus is King. Oh, Jesus. Yes, God. Yes, God. That's it. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. God, Jesus, 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 Shambara Babo Bobo, Raba. I can start. I'm starting to feel like a heaviness just begin to lift off. I don't know about what you guys are feeling right now, but this is. I'm feeling a shift in the atmosphere. Ramba Babo, more God, more, 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 more. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The tiredness of the flesh doesn't dominate. That our spirit, sons and daughters of God, are those that are led by the Spirit of God. We're led by the Spirit of God. Even as a deer pants for water, so my soul thirsts for you. We're hungry for you, God. We're hungry for you, God. We're hungry for you, God. This is powerful stuff. You can grab your seats if you want. Jesus, 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 Jesus. You know, um... This is not just something that we do on a Sunday. It has to translate into our everyday life. I, 
I've been having meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting this week, and it's been glorious. And we have, we've been praising. I've even been teaching on praise and teaching on the power of praise. And we praise until the spirit of worship comes, and we worship until the spirit of glory comes. And the glory has been filling those meetings. But what I've also noticed is that as we've been getting breakthrough in the spirit, inside meetings like this, it's been translating out into the city. And then when we run the outreaches into the city, when we break through in the spirit in the meetings, we go out into the city and we notice that the city is a lot more open because of the breakthrough that we got in the spirit during the praise and worship. Man, we saw some phenomenal things. I took a street team out on the Gold Coast and we had some major breakthrough in praise and worship and the glory hit that, filled that room and it was phenomenal. We saw miracles inside the building, we, inside the auditorium. Uh, we saw people saved, we saw hearts lit up and then when we took this, uh, the team out onto the streets the following day, we absolutely knew that there had been a shift in the atmosphere on the Gold Coast. Uh, we, it was around 30 pastors that I took out, uh, all different ICFM ministers and uh, I wanted to teach them about outreach, and I wanted because if, if they can catch it, their church will catch it. They might not be evangelists, but how many people know you don't need to be an evangelist to reach out? And so they agreed to come out. We did some training and equipping during the day, and then we went out in the afternoon. And man, it was so powerful. And God began to speak to me and remind me that worship and outreach, worship and evangelism, they go hand in hand. It's so powerful. Worship brings the presence. Worship brings the glory. And if you'll believe, not only in the building where you are, but it'll also be poured out on the city, on the nation, in your family's home, in your marriage, in the workplace. Maybe you're, you know, you're wanting breakthrough in the workplace. You're like, God, I'm not seeing breakthrough. I'm not seeing those divine appointments. I, I feel restricted. I feel like there's something in the atmosphere that's stopping me from maybe even getting that promotion or stopping me from walking in the favor that I know I'm called to. I want to tell you that praise and worship can begin to shift that atmosphere. How many people are with me on that? So meeting after meeting. Oh, so I'm going to talk to you about that outreach shortly and the testimonies was phenomenal. But when I got home, uh, we had a little worship session. Was it yesterday? We had a little worship session yesterday. All the, uh, Abby got her violin out. She's still learning. And uh, the sounds weren't perfect, but her heart was perfect. <laughs> But you're getting better at the sound too, aren't you? You know all the notes now. And then uh, and the guitar, uh, one of the kids had a guitar, a few broken strings, but that's all right, because it's not about the sound even. So you don't need to be a musician to be a worshiper. What do you say to the person next to you? You don't need to be a musician to be a worshiper. And so we're, we're singing as a family. We're worshiping. We start off with some prayer. We start off with some praise, and we praise until the spirit of worship comes. And then we begin to all the, the instruments quieten down and we just begin to sing together as a family, all of us. There's three, three young ones, uh, Esther, Caleb, and Abigail. And uh, as we do that, as we're worshiping, um, we could feel, so we shifted into the spirit of worship and then we felt the glory come. And it's so beautiful when, you, when your kids get it because you, you, can't, you can't make stuff up with kids. Like they'll, they'll just get distracted really quickly and they'll, want to play Monopoly or they want to play Uno. But when the glory comes, there's no distraction. When the glory comes, like we're all in it. And uh, me and Caleb are on our faces just weeping before God and he's cuddling up and he's weeping and he's experiencing Jesus. And I hear Abby 
I've got my eyes closed, but I hear Abby off to the side, and she's uh, praying in tongues, just like we were here, but it doesn't have to be in church, I mean, just in your home, and she's praying in tongues and like prophesying in tongues, and, and uh, she, she sometimes, when she prays in tongues, she speaks Hebrew words without even realizing. There's one word she was speaking often, it was Shema, Shema. And someone just recently gave me a Hebrew book, and the very first word in the Hebrew book that they unpack is Shema, Shema, and it means to obey God, to obey, to hear, and obey. That's what it means in, in Hebrew. Isn't that cool? Out of the mouth of babes, praise is perfected. So I want to encourage you to bring what we do in these meetings, in these conferences, bring it into your home, bring it into your marriage. Uh, worship, praise as a lifestyle, bring it into your car on the way to work. Uh, you can even just quietly do it in the workplace. Just begin to sing melodies, make melodies in your heart under God. Say, God, pour out your glory in the workplace. Well, we want to see breakthrough. We want to see a shift in this uh, workplace. So on the streets of the Gold Coast, it was phenomenal. After we got the breakthrough in the Spirit, uh, through praise and worship. The next day, we're out on the streets, and uh, you can actually watch it. TBN Australasian or TBN Pacific brought out their camera crew. So they had this big mic, had this camera, and there were 30 of us that went out. Now, every single person, and some of them, it was for their very first time being out on the streets, every single person uh, had a phenomenal testimony. There were over 30 people born again in a period of one hour on the streets of the Gold Coast. It was awesome. Yes, let's give Jesus some more praise for that because he deserves it. And uh, all sorts of people were saved and people were healed on the streets. There was hardly any rejection. I don't remember hearing anyone that was persecuted and we know that persecution will come, but it was just such an open heaven in this moment and I believe it was because of the breakthrough that we got in the spirit. I'd been out the year before, this is my second year with the ICFM movement, and the year before was really good, but there was something even more uh, phenomenal uh, in this particular outreach, and we absolutely uh, know it was because of the worship. And so we went out, and I remember um, I had the camera crew with me, and we're walking along, and I'm thinking, I'm going to walk, we're in the Surf City Church, they were hosting it. Uh, and Surface Paradise, I remember thinking I'm going to walk towards the beach, walking along, got the camera crew kind of just getting their stuff ready, walking along, and uh, I noticed on, the, on my right, there, were, there was a team of um, uh, like tradies that were working in a, in a big ditch, and as I'm walking, I get this sense, because the, when, when the glory's poured out, you become more sensitive in the spirit too. And, uh, and so we've been worshiping, and God was filling us with His presence. And when you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Spirit become very active in your life. And so I'm walking along after these amazing worship sessions, and after getting breakthrough in the Spirit, and then I just felt so clearly, as clear as a bell, uh, this sense that there was someone in that trady group that had neck pain. And so we're walking along, and I remember thinking, as I got the word of knowledge, I also had another thought in the back of my mind. Uh, and it was this time it wasn't from God. It was like, they don't want to hear it. They're busy. If you go over there, especially if the camera's there, they'll just tell you to, you know, F off. They're tradies. They don't want to hear this stuff. And as soon as I had that thought, I'm like, that's it. I know it's definitely God. <laughs> because the enemy was really trying to attack my thoughts. And so the, the Bible talks about fiery darts from the enemy. And we're to, 
to oppose those fiery darts, we put up the shield of faith. And so I put up the shield of faith and I, and I said, enemy, I know that's you. That means that God really wants to do something powerful with those tradies. So I literally ran. I ran through the fear. I ran through the temptation of fear, ran through the lie and took off on the camera crew and took off on everyone and just ran over to them and just said, listen, I know this sounds weird, but someone here has got neck pain. And, uh, and turns out one of the guys in the ditch had the neck pain. And the supervisor, he said, uh, I said, do you mind if I pray for him? He says, no worries. If his neck gets better, he'll work harder. Go for it. <laughs> so he was happy as, happy as Larry. So uh, we called him up and prayed for him. And uh, you can watch all this on, on the, uh, it was all, all filmed. You can watch it on that TBN uh, Pacific. And prayed for him. He was instantly healed. And then another guy who was uh, some sort of supervisor for another company, I think a water company, he was just like supervising to make sure they didn't hit any water pipes or anything like that. He watched him get healed and he goes, I've got neck pain too. <laughs> so I jumped out of the ditch, jumped back up and uh, prayed for him. Uh, he got healed. We prayed for him twice. He got healed. And then we also led him to Jesus on the spot. Another guy that was with us led the, uh, another young guy to Jesus on the spot. And these tradies, they were so open. We had to bip a few things out. <laughs> TVN had to bip a few things out. But that's okay. But they were so open. Healing, salvation. And then the very next, so we left that group. The very next person that we spoke to, this is all like the first group. Then the second person that we spoke to, this time he wasn't a tradie. He was a famous barrister, a very, very well-known barrister. Lives at the very top, owns a, an apartment at the very top of the Q1 one of the most prestigious hotels there. And uh, he has businesses in, in uh, Ireland and in Australia. Turns out his grandson's the vice captain of the Wallabies. And he was part of the, um, uh, he was, he's been involved in rugby and all sorts of things. So we didn't know all this but at the start, but we went up to him, just started sharing our faith with him and the same thing. Different occupation, different social status. He's rich. Uh, he seems to have it all together, but you know, his heart desperately needs Jesus as much as anybody else. There are drug addicts out there. There are all sorts of people out there and they need Jesus. But this guy, uh, the highest of high in terms of society and occupations and notoriety, his heart was desperate for Jesus. And as we begin to simply unpack the gospel to him, he was so open. We were able to grab his hands right there in the middle of surface paradise and pray for him. And he too received Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Come on. So worship and missions, they go together. And I want to, that's been pressing on my heart more and more prophetically. I, we do it so well, but I really feel like God's wanting us to be even more intentional in joining the worship teams and the evangelism teams this year as we move forward and really be more intentional about Bringing, releasing the glory and releasing the presence through worship on the streets. When I got back, it was so open. I said to the pastor of the church, Pastor Justin, he's a, becoming a really good friend now. I said, have you guys been doing anything different? Because I know we got breakthrough in the spirit, but it was so open out there. It was freaky. And he said, you know what? We've been bringing worship out onto the streets just the last couple of months. I said, well, man, keep doing it because whatever you're doing, it is a considerable difference in the atmosphere. So yay, Jesus. Let's give him some praise. Last Sunday night, was anyone here? Put your hand up if you're here last Sunday night. I got a text message from someone last 
of this week actually, um, as I was leading the worship and I remember just being down on my knees, it was that moment where we pressed through and the glory was certainly uh, present and heavy and often when the glory comes, you just wait and you just often that's when I, when I hear from God and often when you'll hear from God as well is when the glory is present and being poured out. And so anyway, I remember hearing really clearly in the spirit the words rheumatoid arthritis. Does anyone remember that moment when I said rheumatoid arthritis? And uh, I felt to do something unusual. I remember I was about here, called it out, and I said, anyone with rheumatoid arthritis, I want you to come to the stage right now. And so they, some of them began to gather. There was quite a few people that come forward. Uh, one lady, she said that uh, she, was, she was in sunshine, heard, just heard about the meeting a couple of hours earlier, was struggling with arthritis, and she actually came with the hope that she would be healed of arthritis. And so we asked them to get up on stage, and we wanted the musicians to worship over them. We wanted the musicians and the singers to play over them, because we know it's powerful. Worship is warfare, and praise is powerful. And uh, things happen. You get breakthrough in the spirit. And so uh, this lady, one of the lady comes in, lays down. We asked them to lay down. It was a little bit unusual. We haven't done anything like that before. We got them to lay down on the stage as we begin to sing and pray over them. And uh, anyway, one lady stood up and testified. She said, I came here looking for healing for arthritis. She goes, I only walked in 10 minutes ago. And then you call that out, rheumatoid arthritis and in that moment, all the pain left her body and she got healed. Come on, Jesus. Do you remember that scripture in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 23? It says, And so it was, whenever the Spirit of God was upon Saul, uh, sorry, whenever the, uh, that demonic spirit was upon Saul, that David would take a harp and play it with his hand, then Saul would become refreshed and well. Everyone say well, refreshed and well and the distressing spirit would depart from him. Remember that, that story? Because when David played, the presence came, the glory came, and healing comes. And demonic spirits hate the glory and hate the presence and cannot stand the presence. And people get healed, refreshed, and delivered when the presence comes. And you don't need to be a David to do that. You don't need to be an excellent musician. You just need to be a worshiper. How many people here are worshipers? If you're a Christian, you should be a worshiper. And all you need is just worship from your heart. The hours come where the Father's looking for those that will worship in spirit and in truth. Anyway, so that was a testimony that we received in the moment, on the spot. And then a few days later, I got this message from someone as well. And I want to encourage you guys with this. Because this can happen in your workplace. This can happen in your home. This can happen in your marriage. This can happen everywhere in your life. If you'll bring what we do in these services and bring it into your everyday life. The same thing will happen. This person wrote, Hi Daniel, don't know if you will get this. I was one of the girls that came on stage at fire conference when you said about rheumatoid arthritis. I'm from Adelaide and went to Melbourne because God told me to specifically come to the conference. I had a hand operation six months ago for my condition and was pre-diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. When you said that it was very specific for me, I know it was God declaring my healing. I went to meet the rheumatoidologist today. She said, I managed to jump a one-year queue for, a, for an appointment. 
and was confirmed, and he confirmed that there is no rheumatoid arthritis. God is amazing and just thought I wanted to share this with you. Come on, man. Jesus is king. Let's give him some praise. Why don't you stand to your feet? Say, Jesus is king. Worship is warfare. And praise is powerful. Refreshing, healing, and deliverance. All of these things are a part of what happens when the glory gets poured out. I want to finish and leave you with this scripture. And again, it's in the Psalms. It's Psalm 67, verse 5. It says, Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Everyone say, all the people. I know there's some quiet people. More, you know, you're more naturally inclined to be more reserved and quiet. And sometimes there's more personalities that are a little bit loud. But here it says, let all the peoples praise you. You can ask my wife, I'm probably, I more lean on the quiet personality in my everyday life. But something happens when the anointing gets on me. And when I get in the presence and when I begin to think about God, I can't help but praise and let it out. It says, let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Verse 6 says, then the earth shall yield her increase. I want to say that again. Let all the peoples praise you. The very next verse says, then the earth shall yield her increase. So many people want increase in their life. This is talking about practical blessings in your life. The earth shall yield her increase. And it says, God, our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us and all the ends of the earth shall fear Him. That's the power of praise. When all the people of God praise. I'm going to read that again. Let the peoples praise you, O God. Let all the peoples praise you. Then... The earth shall yield her increase, and God, our own God, shall bless us. That speaks of prosperity in many different ways. I feel like that um, that's a prophetic scripture for some in here this morning, that you've been asking God, you've been uh, faithful in, uh, in certain areas, you've been uh, asking God for a breakthrough. I feel like God has given you this scripture this morning, and uh, He's saying, I'm wanting to bring increase and bring favor it's like the Ark of the Covenant. Remember, whenever, wherever the Ark was, like the, the house of Obed-Edom, uh, when the Ark was there, there was blessing poured out on that home. When, when you, when you uh, begin to steward an environment of worship in your home or in your life, the glory comes, the presence comes, and God brings increase in your life. This is the key. Worship is a key. It's not just for church, not just for the musicians. God wants us to live a lifestyle of worship. Thanks for listening to another message from Fire Church Ministries. For more messages like this and other resources and information, go to our website, firechurch.com.au.